You're listening to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and other conversations as we strive to go serve and love in our communities. If you want to know more about us, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org. If you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe and check us out on YouTube. Hello and welcome to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast. This is Pastor Michael Green with Pastor Ben. Yeah. Hey, I'm excited. We got a new message series. It's exciting yeah. to dive in, talk about stuff. And, and we're going to get in here and we're going to hang out and uh, talk about some different things. Um, but first off, man, we just want to let you know that the whole purpose of this podcast is to really put handles on your faith to what we're hearing on Sunday mornings and yep. how do we let that play out yep. in uh, during the week, Monday through Saturday. Saturday and how do we continue to you know be Christians represent the kingdom well yep. Monday through Saturday not just coming to church yeah. on Sundays yeah I mean it's so easy to get pumped up and excited on Sundays and you I don't know if you're like me but I'll jot down a few you know catchy phrases or slogans yeah not really slogans and you're like ready to go and then you walk out the door Sunday afternoon hits then the busyness of the week and yeah, yeah it's great to be reminded yeah and that, that's what this podcast is all about is just how do we put those things into practice and as well as discussing some topics in our lives um, yep. that we're going through that we hope can benefit you and help you as well sure um, pastor Al started a new series this past Sunday uh, the series is entitled Jesus I am and we're looking at the I believe it's seven seven I am seven statements. I am statements yep. found in the book of John, John. Yep. and and uh, the first one that he covered this past Sunday was where Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Yep. And so with that message, Ben, what did you get out of that? Yeah, you know, there are a couple things that, you know, always, you know, jump out at me. But, you know, I, the whole, you know, premise and reason for the series is just to reveal more to us about the character of God that we can mm. apply to our lives. And ultimately, our identity comes <laughs> you know, from Jesus. But as I think of, you know, applying it to my life and personally, a couple things, you know, I just go back and I've shared a little bit on the podcast. I don't want to elaborate on it, but, you know, it's super easy to have our identity focused on the wrong things. So I think Pastor Al mentioned something similar in his message, but, you know, what type of bread are we pursuing? Are we pursuing, Mm. you know, temporary things or the ultimate bread that can sustain us. And I equate that to my life. And I think about even just, you know, my previous career, just, you know, the success and I don't want to say fame because I'm not a famous person, (laughs) but you know, just all of that, it's just easy to get caught up in that. It was a reminder to me. Mm. And I really believe that's one of the reasons why God called me out of my previous career into ministry was just kind of an act of humbling myself and Mm. just being willing to be used, you know, my God, by God in that regard. So. Yeah. One of the scriptures that comes to mind when we think about the bread of life and we think about bread and we think about Jesus is Matthew chapter four, verses three, mm. um, yep. verses three through, is it verses three through four? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, that yeah you, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, man. Uh, the tempter came. So that's the enemy. That's Satan came yep. to Jesus. And he says, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, and this was Jesus's answer. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that mm. comes from the mouth of of God. That is a powerful scripture, but what yep. does that really mean? What does that really look like? And that's what we're going to dive a little bit deeper on to yeah. no- today yeah. is just what does that look like to live on the very word that comes 
from the mouth of God. Yeah. I think it's important, too, even just, you know, to take a step back and kind of set up that passage. I mean, that's where Jesus, you know, by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, went into yep. the wilderness, was fasting for 40 days, days 40 yep. days. And, you know, during that, the tempter, Satan, yep. our adversary, comes in, says that, and because of God's strength, Jesus responds with, no, I don't. Yeah. He's like, it's not about, well, the thing is Jesus goes from, it's not about my fleshly desires. Yep. It's about my heavenly mindset. Yep. Right. It's, it's not about the fleshly desires that my body desires, because I think a lot of times we can give, uh, we can give Satan, we can give demons credit hmm. for the, the sinful desires in our life, but it's really just our flesh. Yeah. And and this is where Jesus is taking his flesh and he's and he's putting his flesh in submission to the mindset that he wants yep. to have in the Father, and you know one Good. of the ways that we can live that out, is, and Jesus really models this for us throughout the New Testament. Yep. Um, one of the first things is he says the greatest commandment, and that's Ooh. found in Matthew chapter twenty-two, yep. and he says, "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind." What does that look like? Yeah, it's hard to put words on that, right? I mean, what does it look like to be radically consumed with God's love? So he's talking in that passage, he's talking about, you know, our heart. So our yeah. heart should be consumed with it, but not just our heart, our mind. So that's kind of the knowledge and yeah. what we know, but also, you know, the depths of our soul, you know, mm. all it's supposed to be <laughs> this all consuming, you know, love. And I think that's something that as believers, we're all constantly growing and that's kind of mm. part of spiritual formation and spiritual growth is you know as we spend more time in god's word and as we spend more time in fellowship with him we should be coming more like him and being yeah. more consumed and you know having that love fill uh the depths of our souls i kind of think of it like you know the, the word of god the bible yeah tells us that it's living, it's active, it's breathing, it's inspired, yep. it's his very words on page. Yep. And, you know, to love the Lord your God with all your hope, with all your soul, with all your mind. And, you know, this seems kind of uh, obvious, but it's to be in the word. It's yeah. to it's to ingest. Okay, we're talking about eating bread, right? Yep. So it's to, to ingest the word of God, and then it's to digest the word yep. of God. And so it's it's not just taking it in. It's not mm -hmm. just having a quiet time and reading it, but it's what did you read this morning that you're thinking about the rest of the day? Yep. Ruminate. Are you ruminating on it? You know, <laughs> yep, I knew you were thinking. About <laughs> yeah, it. I grew up in the south. <laughs> are you are you chewing on it like a cow chews on cud? You know, they yeah. regurgitate it. They chew on it a little bit more. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't eat lunch yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it, to me, yeah. that's what it means. It's like to if we love the Lord, we're gonna want to know Him. Yep. And the best way for us to know the Lord, I heard a guy recently speak. How do I? How am I more? Um. Uh. How am I trying to say it? How am I more like in tune with the Holy Spirit? How yeah. am I more in tune with in God? Yeah. And he said, you have to be in the word. Like you, you, if you're not in the word of God, you're not going to hear from God. That's how God speaks to us. Yeah. You know, we get these feelings sometimes and sometimes that's the Holy Spirit. Um, but if, if you really feel out of step with God, if you really feel out of tune with the Holy Spirit, a big part of it could be you're not being in the word. You're not yeah. ingesting and digesting, you know, the very words of God. Yeah. Well, the spiritual disciplines are so important there. Like you said, Bible reading, prayer, yeah. you know, we see meditation in the Bible. One topic I think we should 
tackle here, not today, but fasting. Oh. I mean, that's what Jesus was doing right before he said those words. Yeah. Um, about think of, think of the weakness he had in his flesh in that moment because of his fasting and how he didn't Can you imagine what that? his stomach was doing. Oh, man, I fasted a few times <laughs> in my life yeah. and it's never been easy. Yeah. But yeah, that would be a great topic to wrestle with down the road. But yeah, yeah getting back to the spiritual disciplines, I think, you know, as we do those things, we'll grow in our love for God and it'll hopefully grow into this all consuming you know, vast and strong love. Yeah, for sure. The other, uh, the other thing that Jesus models for us and even tells us is, is the second greatest commandment. And he says in yeah, Matthew, just a few verses later, twenty-two, just a few yeah. verses later, love your neighbor as yourself. Ooh, love your neighbor hard. as yourself. Yeah. You know, a lot of us love ourselves a lot. Where we, we I think love we're, yeah, we think we got, you know, we think we're we should cool. be on a pedestal and we've got that, you know, pride about us. And, and when we love our neighbors as ourselves, what does that look like practically? Yeah. Well, practically speaking, think of all the things that we do for ourselves. So all of the time we spend into taking care of ourselves, all the energy we put into ourselves, mm. everything that we do, everything that we desire for ourselves we should desire that same for our neighbors. Mm. And I think it's important to point out too, when Jesus is talking about neighbors here, you know, he's mm. responding to the Pharisee. Yeah. And these neighbors are people outside of the body of Christ. Mm. So people that are not believers. So everything we desire for ourselves, we should desire that for our neighbors. And that's really tough. That's a loaded thing, man. Yeah. That, so practically oh. what that looks like, say we see somebody on the side of the road. Yeah. And I'm coming home from church. I know I have a family to get to. I know, you know, we have to eat. We have to do all these things tonight and want to just have a great evening. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Thursday evening. That's usually one of our calmer ones. But I see somebody that needs help. Yeah. All Everything I desire for myself in that moment, am I desiring for him and or mm. that person? I just, that's tough to do. Well, and it's, it's, we have to also understand who our neighbors are. Yeah. Like we can't love our neighbors if we don't know who our neighbors oh, are. And good. your neighbors aren't just the people who live beside you, yep. right? Your neighbors aren't just the people in your small group at church. Yep. Your neighbors aren't just the people that sit in your pew at church. They're just the people that you come into contact on a weekly basis. Your yep. neighbors is, is pretty much everybody. I mean, let's be honest. Anybody yeah. and everybody that you know and that you come into contact with is considered, according to the word of God, a neighbor. You know, I yeah. love when Jesus uses the, the story of the Good Samaritan yep. and how the, the whole dynamics of that, many of us, you know, probably know that, but the whole dynamics of that, of the Samaritans were considered unclean. They were considered yep. the outcasts. And yet um, he was the one who loved the Jewish guy who was in the ditch, yeah, and and and, and just, great just example. see that happen, and it's like, how many times are we willing to get into the ditch to help somebody else? You know, how many times are we willing to to go the extra mile? And you know, we're not going to be perfect. You know, we're, this yeah. isn't going to be something that you're going to be able to do every single time. All of that, you know, sometimes you need to pray and you need to ask for the Holy Spirit. You know, because if if, if 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 I had tons of money in the world. I would be broke because I would be giving it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I just have a generous 
a spirit in me yeah. and I want to give. And, and sometimes, you know, Rachel has to come to me from the other side and say, Hey, like Slow down, you also buddy. have to provide for your family. Yeah. You also have bills to pay. You also have, you know, this little bit of a debt and we got to take care of this first. Yeah. Um, but then with all this extra, you know, whatever extra it is, not a lot, but whatever it is, you know, then we can use that to, to help others, to be a blessing yeah. to others, to, to love others. You know, that's, that's the kind of the, the yeah. financial giving aspect. Yeah. But. I think one thing it's important to point out, too, is when it comes to our neighbors, well, it's not just our physical neighbors. I do think yeah. that's a great you know, place to start. Great place to start, um, for sure. You know, get to know them. I, you know, just this past, uh, well, a few months ago, you know, my neighbors knew I used to work in insurance business and they got in a car accident. Their daughter did. Mm. And just I was able to help them out a lot and get them through the total loss and the gap insurance and all yeah. this stuff. And that would not have happened unless I had, you know, at least started building the relationship. Yep. And it's just, it's been really good and it helped move our relationship forward. So it's just really cool to yeah, for sure. see how God orchestrates those, but we have to be willing and open. Yeah. But man, we could have a whole podcast yeah, on that. I mean, you could have a whole three, four hours talking about loving your yeah. neighbor. But to sum it up, everything that we desire for ourselves, all the time, energy, <laughs> all that we should desire for our neighbors as well. I think that's what Jesus is saying yeah. as he responds to, you know, the Pharisee who's asking, well, what's, what is the, what commandment do I follow? Yeah. He shares the greatest commandment well, and then this one. Yeah. Well, the thing is like, you know, when we, if we go back to, you know, living on the word of God as the bread of life, right? That yeah. like living on the word of God, we go back to that, you know, ingesting and digesting the word is it really all boils down to these two things. Love God and love others. Yeah. Love God and love others. If you're loving God, you're going to fulfill the first 5 of the 10 commandments in in the yep. in the Old Testament. If you love your neighbor, you're going to fulfill the last yep, 5 of the 10 commandments, and it's like all of God's word can really boil down to these two commandments of loving God first and then loving, loving others. others. Yeah, and one of the things that we say around here, you know, as a team is, you know, oftentimes it's the loving that powers the going and the serving. Mm. You know, that's the engine that makes that happen, which happens to be, you know, our mission here at the church and the mission for a follower of Jesus. Yeah. All righty. Well, that I think that's about it that we've got. You got anything, any closing thoughts? No, no? the only other one I would just kind of quickly mention, and we kind of yeah. touched on it, would be possibly the new commandment where Jesus Love gives, God, love others. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, it's talking about the body of Christ, loving those, you know, within the church. Yeah. You know, because Jesus says, hey, they will know you by how, how you love, love one another. Love people. And that Absolutely. goes hand in hand with, yeah. you know, the great commandment, second commandment. Yep. But yeah, yeah, it's, but practically, you know, living out the word of God, you know, start with those biggies. You know, those are those things that Jesus, you know, modeled for his disciples. I mean, he had these 12 guys that fought, literally mm. they did life with together. And these were the big ones that, you know, he taught them and they live by. And it's a great place for, for us to start. And obviously God's word is vast. And as second Timothy says, you know, everything in scripture can be used to build us up and to yeah. edify us and grow us closer to God. Yeah. 
Alrighty. Well, thanks for joining us. Hey, we would love to hear from you. Go to our website, linebaptistible.org. Um, check us out. We'd love to see you here on a Sunday. Um, also, you can contact us. Let us know some topics that you would like us to discuss, maybe some things that, that maybe you're wrestling with that you want to know. Yeah. Hey, what does is, what is Pastor Ben and Pastor Michael think? And, you know, we're not perfect, but we will, <laughs> we will definitely tell you what we think. Um, but we'd love to hear from you guys. Definitely. And uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Sounds good. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast. We hope you were encouraged today, and we would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer request, a topic you'd like us to discuss, or want to share what God is doing in your life, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org.